Welcome to the Good Book Club podcast, part of a worldwide initiative to get people reading their Bibles and exploring the Word of God together. This season, we're reading the Gospel of Mark. For a full list of daily readings and other ways to learn and connect, visit goodbookclub.org. Hi, I'm Miriam McKenney, Director of Development and Mission Engagement at Forward Movement in Cincinnati, Ohio. Today's reading for the Good Book Club is from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10, verses 32 through 52. Hi, I'm Miriam McKenney, Director of Development and Mission Engagement at Forward Movement in Cincinnati, Ohio. Today's reading for the Good Book Club is from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10, verses 32 through 52. They were on the road, going up to Jerusalem, and Jesus was walking ahead of them. They were amazed, and those who followed were afraid. He took the twelve aside again and began to tell them what was to happen to him, saying, See, We are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be handed over to the chief priests and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death. Then they will hand him over to the Gentiles. They will mock him, and spit upon him, and flog him, and kill him, and after three days he will rise again. James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came forward to him and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. And he said to them, What is it you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Grant us to sit, one at your right hand and one at your left, in your glory. But Jesus said to them, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink? or be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? They replied, We are able. Then Jesus said to them, The cup that I drink, you will drink. And with the baptism with which I am baptized, you will be baptized. But to sit at my right hand or at my left hand is not mine to grant, but it is for those for whom it has been prepared. When the ten heard this, they began to be angry with James and John. So Jesus called them and said to them, You know that among the Gentiles, those whom they recognize as their rulers lord it over them, and their great ones are tyrants over them. But it is not so among you. But whoever wishes to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wishes to be first among you must be slave of all. For the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life a ransom for many. They came to Jericho. As he and his disciples and a large crowd were leaving Jericho, Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the roadside. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, He began to shout out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. 
Many sternly ordered him to be quiet, but he cried out even more loudly, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stood still and said, Call him here. And they called the blind man, saying to him, Take heart, get up, he is calling you. So throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. Then Jesus said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, My teacher, let me see again. Jesus said to him, Go, your faith has made you well. Immediately he regained his sight and followed him on the way. Today's reflection on the scripture passage comes from A Journey with Mark, a book available through Forward Movement. The author is June Osborne. While my children were teenagers, I learned that some of the best conversations happen when you are traveling. You can't escape from each other, and the sense of a shared journey encourages shared views. In the car, on a walk, in an airport lounge, or in the case of Jesus and his disciples, on the journey toward all that awaited them in Jerusalem, that center of secular and religious power. The topic of power is at the heart of the conversations. It's preoccupying the disciples, and it lies behind the nationalistic title of Son of David, shouted by Bartimaeus. In response, we hear Jesus ask the wonderfully penetrating question, What do you want me to do for you? This isn't Jesus promising to be all-powerful. He doesn't claim to be able to deliver what is demanded. Indeed, with James and John, he specifically says he can't meet their flawed expectations. Yet by asking this powerful question, he invites hungry disciples and a desperate Bartimaeus to look beyond their ambition or neediness to what they truly long for God to do for them. Becoming great is not an offer. He tells them that the sign of a Christian is not success, but sacrifice and brokenness. I'm going back to... Yet by asking this powerful question, he invites hungry disciples and a desperate Bartimaeus to look beyond their ambition or neediness to what they truly long for God to do for them. Okay, I got to go back to the beginning of this paragraph. In response, we hear Jesus ask the wonderfully penetrating question, What do you want me to do for you? This isn't Jesus promising to be all-powerful. He doesn't claim to be able to deliver what is demanded. Indeed, with James and John, he specifically says he can't meet their flawed expectations. Yet by asking this powerful question, he invites hungry disciples and a desperate Bartimaeus to look beyond their ambition or neediness to what they truly long for God to do for them. Becoming great is not on offer. He tells them that the sign of a Christian is not success, but sacrifice and brokenness, a shocking or foolish thought to both their contemporaries and ours. Yet what results if we trust in the power of God is the healing of body, heart, and spirit, 
even on the most difficult of roads. Imagine walking with Jesus and having him ask you that same question. What do you want me to do for you? How would you answer? Let us pray. Lord God, you know how influenced we are by symbols of power, by wealth, celebrity, and public opinion. Give us such confidence in your loving way of service that we might know our own hearts better. I'm starting this prayer over. Let us pray. Lord God, you know how influenced we are by symbols of power, by wealth, celebrity, and public opinion. Give us such confidence in your loving way of service that we might know our own hearts better and seek from you the things that lead us into life and liberty. Amen. Thanks for listening. Find the full list of Good Book Club daily readings, as well as additional ways to learn and connect with other disciples at www.goodbookclub.org. This podcast is produced by Ford Movement in partnership with the Episcopal Church's Office of Communications. Learn more at fordmovement.org and episcopalchurch.org.